Hello, and welcome to the Pest Control Marketing Podcast with your host, me, Hal Coleman, uncensored and unplugged. Pay attention, take lots of notes, because you're going to find out exactly how to get more new customers, more referrals, and grow your business. Hal Coleman has been active in the pest control industry for over 40 years, including owning and operating his own successful pest control business for 18 years. He now devotes his time to helping other PCOs and other WCOs double, triple, and even quadruple their businesses faster than they ever imagined. Be sure to check out his website, pestcontrolmarketer.com. For more information about Hal's coaching program, you can reach him at 770-993-0004 or email him hal at halcoleman.com. Mike Stewart is known as the Internet Audio and Video Guy. Since the birth of the Internet, Mike has been showing small business owners how to get more new customers, increase their sales, and grow their businesses online using audio and video, now with iPhones and Android phones. For more information about Mike's coaching program and his online training courses, visit MikeStewartCoaching.com or email him, Mike, at InternetAudioGuide.com. Okay, well, this is Hal Coleman, and I'm here with Mike. Hey, Mikey. Hey, Hal. It's another uh, Mr. great day in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, it, any great day in the neighborhood's a great day, I guess. Uh, well, maybe not with some neighborhoods, but uh, in my neighborhood it is, and I know yours too. You know what I want to talk about today, Mike? Yes, sir. Something What's that? that uh, you know, I'm, uh, you refer to me as Mr. Offline, and I refer to you as Mr. Online. Uh, and that's why we make a good team, marketing, and uh, we, we spend a lot of our time talking about websites. Uh, and I have multiple websites. You've got multiple, 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 multiple websites, and that's what it, we we uh, we depend on for our livelihood. And and you've often told me this, and I have found it to be so true that there are really only two types of websites. There are pretty websites, and there are websites that make money. And I usually ask people, which type do you want to have? And they say, well, I want one that makes money. Uh, and what they have currently is a pretty website. So what I want to do is talk about the difference between a pretty website and a website that makes money. Is that okay? Uh, yes, I, and that, I'm passionate about that, uh, Hal. Um, you know, it, it is a, a, a preconceived conception that pretty sells. And one of my mentors, Dan Kennedy, used to say, uh, pretty doesn't sell, words sell. And, um, and, and also content sells. So we'll, we'll dive into those psychologies and, and logic, uh, because my experience has been is that beautiful, gorgeous, pretty websites are what people think they need. But in reality, we can prove sometimes that's not what you need. You need a website that functions and gets the phone to ring with customers. Yeah. And it's just like your vehicle, uh, a pretty, eye-catching, knock your eyes out. Oh, my God, look at that vehicle. Did you Look at that truck. Look at that truck. You see that, but you have no idea what business they're in or why you should call them. All you know, it was an eye-catching truck. So when you land on a pretty website, correct me if I'm wrong here because this is what I tell people, okay, is that pretty gets in the way of value. Well, you know, pretty translates into visual i mean we can't hear pretty as much as we can see pretty and so when people think that that i want my website to really look 
like this guy's or or that doesn't look as professional um, as XYZ website. Um, you know, I'm seeing that, that that folks are, you know, more worried about what other, you know, their peers think. And at the end of the day, you know, my question is, is what do you want it to do? What's the end result that you want it to do? And is it functioning with the elements of what we call conversion in the Internet world? Meaning we want to take a stranger to take an action. We're converting a stranger into a prospect. That's why it's called conversion. And anytime you do interrupt to that conversion process, I think you call it cognitive um Cognitive dissonance. Yeah, cognitive dissonance. When you do anything, that was, that was close. I, I know. I, I I have trouble pronouncing. That's I'm I'm a an internet guy. I'm not a radio guy. But you know what? That's what we're doing. We're doing internet radio <laughs> here, and we're uh, fun. and we're gonna have fun. But you know the, the the I'll tell you a little quick way I try to explain it to people why pretty is not. The most important thing. Now, I'm not saying make ugly and specifically try to look unprofessional. I think you should have a very nice, definitive graphic logo. I think your photography should be professional and clean. And amazingly, you know, cell phones make amazing photography. Uh, and the words you say are is, is something that Hal in the offline and in the online world is a master at. You know, how you say it can mean the difference between a customer and not a customer. Um, the difference between lightning and lightning bug is shows you how words can have incredible impact on how people react. So uh, my way I try to explain people and steer them away from wasting time, money, and energy on pretty websites that don't work is I'll say, I'm gonna, I'll do this with you, Hal. Who, what is the most profitable, sex, uh, successful website in the world? Number one website in the world, the most successful profit-generating website in the world. What is it? I think I know what it is. You tell me. Google. Google. Am I right? You're absolutely right. Google oh. is the number one website in the world. Do you know what the number two website in the world is? Well, before we go there, are you going to send me anything for getting that right? Yes, I'm going to, I'm going to send you a free ticket to a hamburger on my back deck. All right, all right. <laughs> and you can bring you can bring some deer meat, and we'll throw it on the grill too. That sounds good to me. The second one is uh, YouTube. No, Facebook. Facebook. Okay. And YouTube is number three. The number one, two, and three websites in the world. That's it. Now let's go back to Google. What is Google's website? It's a logo and a search box and a white background. Now. Do you think they don't have the budget or the funds to make a prettier website than a white background, a colored logo, and a search box? It's not because they don't have the budget. They could build anything in the world. But what their priority is is for it to do the function it was intended to do. And one of the things that I find interesting, Facebook's website has looked the same for the last 12 years, 10 or 12 years. YouTube hasn't changed. It's a logo and functionality. So there's a lesson there. Any one of those properties, Google, YouTube, and Facebook, could design fancy uh, 
what people believe are gorgeous websites with with tools and and functionality that people think are great but Google doesn't do that. Google knows that they want they've tested and they've tested and they've used the technology to know that their ugly little website that has nothing more than a white background, a search box, and a colored logo to let you know who you are and where you are and what to do is what works. And so those psychologies you need to parlay over into what you do with your website. So you're never going to make me believe that pretty is what sells. What sells is functional. Clarity to, to a visitor to the website that they know what you want them to do. Google wants you to start searching. And that's all they want you to do. And we used to say, a confused mind always says no. Well, we still say that, yes, because that's true. The mind hasn't changed in many hundreds of thousands of years. So, so, and and you know, we, you and I see this all the time with our with our clients and our prospects. Uh, I have people that I talk with, and I, I look at their websites and say, "Well, how much did you spend for that website?" Well. You know, I spent $4,000 on that website, and it's got all the bells and whistles that you could possibly have. It's got every technical, modern wizardry gadget, and uh, it just blows you away. And I said, well, how much business are you getting from your website? Well, you know, I'm not getting I'm not getting much business. And uh, so uh, when I talk to them about, WordPress websites, which is what you and I use exclusively, uh, and the bottom line is that you know you can get a you can get a website built for for less than five hundred dollars, a very simple website like a lot of our clients use, who are knocking it out of the park with online uh, business coming in. I mean, they got so much business coming in from their online uh through their website and it, it it just blows them away it used to blow me away but not anymore cuz i see it so much but it's not all about the bells and whistles and the expense and the sliders and all of this crazy stuff it's just the old kiss principle keep it simple stupid what do you want people to do you want them to land on your website and you want to capture their attention you want to generate their interest and you want to compel them to either pick up the phone and call you right now or sign in the box and request an inspection. That's what you want them to do. You don't want them to sit there and look at a lot of gorgeous uh, wizardry and dog and pony show because what happens is their brain gets confused and they end up forgetting why they landed on the website to start with. Uh, absolutely. Um, and in fact, I invite anyone listening to this podcast, go to Google and search sliders kill conversion. And I want you to read the articles that search engine uh, optimization experts have all done testing to show that what happens is so many web designers love building what's called slider carousels on websites. We see this over and over and over but true internet marketers, successful people, would never use that gorgeous photography that flips. Because here's what happens is that creates that cognitive dissonance when you're looking at something and you're focusing on it, and then all of a sudden it slides to the left. It, it really creates a negative um, response in your brain 
to where you, well, I you, thought, I, you know, it's like trying, I, I described it to somebody. I said, it's like reading a book on Kindle and you get halfway through the page and it flips over to another page. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to keep flipping it back and you say, it's like a fly that keeps landing on your face, a horse fly that keeps landing on your face trying to bite you and you can't concentrate because you've got to swat this fly away. That's exactly what happens when you have, you're trying to, read something or you're trying to concentrate and it changes and and, and the, your brain can't handle that your brain can't handle it and so what happens is web designers and if web designers are hearing this they're not going to like me and i quite honestly i don't care because i want to tell the truth web well, they don't know where you live anyway well web designers love building these things because they make more money people think they need them and web designers make more profit and you lose so search google for Sliders, sliding carousels kill conversion. Now, there is another solution to getting the same thing because one of the sales points of sliders is, well, gee, you can get more information on the home page to help market your business. Well, true. The more you tell, the more you sell. That's an old adage in copywriting. But the solution that we are advocates of is don't use a slider. Use what's called an opt-in video. A video can have more information than a slider. Uh, it can tell the story with all the modalities. It's not silent. When people hit the play button, their curiosity is they want to hear, and we get engaged with moving pictures, not left to right pretty graphics. So, so that's the solution. And then, and I got to add this other piece, Hal, that it, if you have a website, don't get enamored how it looks on a on a computer. Did you know that 96% of the searches in Google for local businesses are done on cell phones? So what does your website look on a, like on a phone? That's where your customers are finding you. That's where people are consuming. They don't want to watch sliders on a cell phone, but they will watch a video on a cell phone. So just think about the functionality. You know, you have this gorgeous, beautiful website with all these graphics and uh, function, you know, functionality of the bells and whistles, and then 96% of the audience might be viewing it on a small screen of a cell phone. So you lose all of that. Well, our, we need we need to do another another podcast soon on the, uh, uh, all the multiple ways to use iPhone videos to grow your business. It's that's phenomenal now. I mean, I was at a I was at a pest control conference uh week before last and a guy spoke on marketing and and he he I had spoken earlier before him and talked a little bit about video and then he said I want to reiterate what Hal Coleman said. He said if you're not using videos to promote your pest control business, he said you are you're falling behind so fast you don't even realize it. He said uh, so we're living in the age of everybody wants to watch videos today. And so they need to be able to watch videos of you. And uh, so anyway, this is food for thought, Mike. Uh, I got to get out of here. <laughs> well, and, uh, listen, so, let, let's, let's, let's leave folks with this. Really evaluate what you're doing with your website because cause if you have a gorgeous, pretty website and it's not making the phone ring, then you need to reevaluate what you're doing. And, of course, you can always get in touch with me and Hal, and we'd be glad to help you understand uh, what we 
recommend you do. And in fact, Hal at Pest Control Marketer has the phone numbers of some of our best, I don't call them clients, I call them students of marketing. Yeah. And, and you know, ask them. Ask them if they want their website. In fact, we were, I was working with one of our uh, best students, Tim McCorder, and he says, you know what, I've been told by a handful of people that you got a, a basic, you know, not a modern-looking website. That was what, one of the comments. And he said, but I'm slammed with business. I don't want to. I don't want to screw that up. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So, no so, kidding. so, really evaluate what you got. And I'm Mike Stewart. I'm Mister Online with my good dear friend, Mister Offline, Al Cohen. Thanks, Mikey. Thanks, folks. Thanks for listening. Please call me anytime if you have any questions. I'd love to have a chat with you, and I'm sure Mike uh, would do the same thing. I think our contact information is on the beginning of this podcast. So, thanks for being with us. On this episode, stay tuned for the next episode of the Pest Control Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Pest Control Marketing Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes and on your phones and in Stitcher on your Android. But more importantly, go to our website, pestcontrolmarketingpodcast.com, subscribe to our email list to always be notified of new episodes. You're never going to want to miss what we've got coming up next, and you never know what we're going to be able to do to help you with your pest control marketing.